This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you like our show today, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeace.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. Since the coronavirus has upended all of our lives, both personally and professionally, one of the biggest topics of conversation has been working from home. While working from home was becoming increasingly common before the pandemic, the virus has forced many people to turn their kitchen tables into desks for the first time in their careers. And while working from home has given the world plenty of hilarious TikTok videos and memes over the last several months, it's not exactly funny to you anyway when you have a big Zoom meeting and your dogs won't stop barking or one of your kids barges into the room and demands mac and cheese while you're on the Zoom call and your coworkers are watching. But outside of funny webcam disasters, the fact is the biggest challenge with working from home is avoiding procrastination. I recently read a Forbes article, Working Remote and 10 Things You Can Do to Prevent Procrastination, that has some really good common sense solutions. The article cites an IBM study in which 54% of those who responded said they prefer to permanently work from home even after the pandemic has been brought under control and 75% of respondents indicated that they like the option to continue working from home at least part time. It's clear the world of work is changing quickly. That said, employers certainly have the right to expect their staffers to continue producing quality work on a deadline, even when working from home. A great place to start is to use the same place in your home to do most of your work. It's great if you have a home office, but if you don't, you can designate, say, the kitchen table as your workspace. It may sound like a little thing, but it can be a tremendous help that you know that when you get to that space, it's time to really buckle down and crank out some quality work. When you're in your workspace, you should build some mental barriers, which you are saying, I'm in my workspace. And you don't constantly peek at the refrigerator with that leftover Chinese food. And when it comes to dirty dishes, laundry, and errands, you should focus on completing those tasks outside of work hours, just as you would if you were in the office. Add it up. These small but important steps will help you keep your mind focused on your work. 
Small but measurable steps is a simple way to keep yourself motivated and on deadline. Let's say you're new at working from home and you have a major project to complete. It may be beneficial to look at the project in stages rather than in totality. Focus on stage one of the project and once that's completed, move on to stage two. From there, it's on to stage three. This may seem like an obvious thing, but if you do it consistently, you may just find that big projects and rapidly approaching deadlines don't seem so overwhelming. You should also focus on not being too hard on yourself for something that is really important. As the article explains, getting down on yourself when you procrastinate doesn't do much good. The better course of action is to forgive yourself, identify why you were procrastinating, and then simply move on. With that, anyone working from home would be wise to ease up on the perfectionism. I get it. We all want to do good work and be recognized as a valuable part of the team. But there is a chance that your need to be perfect with every task is actually having the opposite effect. As Forbes notes, constantly striving for perfection can lead you to set unrealistic goals and nearly impossible targets and deadlines of all which increases the chances you will procrastinate for fear of failure. The better strategy is to set goals and deadlines that will push you to produce quality work while also being realistic and obtainable. Another key piece of advice is to not to forget the value of the first draft, and that is often shaping your next steps. As you go back and look at that first draft, your brain may kick into high gear and identify ways to reshape the ideas in your draft. In fact, subsequent drafts may completely be different in than the first draft. But that's okay because the first draft has inspired where the project is going. Don't worry about how that first draft looks. It's not about right or wrong. It's all about getting your ideas down and giving yourself a positive push. Another thing you should consider is that small little voice in your head that's always hitting us up with negativity. I'm sure that many of our listeners know the voice I'm talking about. It's the one that tells us, this has to be perfect, or I have to get that promotion, or I'm a failure, or if there is even a minor mistake in this draft, my career is over. What if the voice instead says things like, I get to work on this cool project, or I've done this work before, so I know I can do it this time. Or, I have an important perspective that's going to make this project better. To some degree, it's simply human nature to get our minds wandering toward the worst case scenario. But, we can absolutely train ourselves to not fall for it. Believe in yourself, and perhaps even more importantly, believe in the body of work you've already created. Whether you're working at your desk in the office or at your kitchen table, 
you have your job because you bring something valuable to your company. Don't forget that. The next slice of wisdom is simply to avoid calling yourself a procrastinator. Sounds simple, right? Maybe even a little too simple. But here's the theory behind it. If you call yourself a procrastinator, that's exactly what you will become. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're struggling to get motivated on a certain project, don't simply strike it off and tell yourself that you're a procrastinator and that's just the way it is. Take a deep breath, come up with a list of achievable steps, and get to work. The Forbes article next recommends something that I think can cause more than a few sets of ears to perk up, and that recommendation is reward yourself. Human beings are designed to avoid discomfort and seek enjoyment. And that applies to our work, too. With that in mind, it may be valuable to reward yourself after you've completed elements of a specific task or project. For example, let's say that there is one piece of that Dairy Queen ice cream cake left and it has your name all over it instead of immediately scurrying off to the fridge to gobble it down. Why not tell yourself that the cake is all yours after you've completed step one of whatever it is that you're working on? It may also be good to go through your list of tasks and label those things that are essential and non-essential. That way, you can better utilize your time by completing all of those tasks that are must-do before you worry about the things that are of little or less importance. I've always found that it is a good idea to focus on my projects that others are waiting on. For example, if I'm tasked with fact-checking a brochure that can't go to the printer until I'm done, I give that high priority because I know other people can't do their jobs until I've done mine. Ultimately, using the fact that other people are often relying on us to get our job done so that they can do their job is a great motivator. I don't think any of us relish the idea of our colleagues having to stay late at the actual office or even their home office because we didn't come through in a timely manner. I hope today's show gave you some new insights into working effectively from home. I'm Gerald G. Genright with Mainstream Financial Group, and you've been listening to Retire at Peace. If you've liked today's show, visit our website at retireatpeace.com and click on our radio page and also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we've discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Genright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Genright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. 
Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.